0: Him again and we had the opportunity to talk to Susan Hickman over Zoom video. Susan was raised in the Houston, Texas area and she talks about how she got into music. She started playing piano at a very early age around five years old and then picked up the fiddle when she was about 12 and around that same time she was always singing so she took a Yellow Pages if you remember those and was you know thumbing through it to every talent agency and calling them up kind of trying to get her foot in figuring out how the music industry works. She told us that she learned how to play guitar around 19, some of her major successes around 2009, 2010, where she was when COVID happened, the release of her record Louder Than Words, Volume 1, and all about her new single, A Dream, and the release coming up of Louder Than Words, Volume 2. You can watch our interview with Susan Hickman on our Facebook page and YouTube channel, at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at bringing back pod.
1: We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We're bringing it backwards with Susan Hickman. So my name is Adam, and this is all about you, your journey in music and how you got to where you are now.
1: Cool. Very awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I did read uh, originally from Texas, Houston area. Yeah. Okay. Tell Mm -hmm. me about that. Born and raised there.
1: Um, I was born in Clear Lake, and when I was one, we moved to Houston. and then I moved to Atascocita with my parents and my sister when I was about twelve or so.
0: Where's Atascocita? Is that fairly close to Houston or
1: Um Atascosita is like um, north east of Houston, so like Lake Houston area. Okay,
0: right on. Yeah, I'm yeah. not too, too familiar. Actually, my family and I, we recently moved to Nashville, but we were looking to move to Houston. We really liked Houston.
1: Yeah, it's fun. There's a lot of stuff to do.
0: It's definitely a cool area for sure. We liked yeah. it a lot, at least. <laughs> Big music scene where you grew up?
1: Yeah, I mean, Houston is huge. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different, there's all kinds of like different cliques and different different scenes and um. there's, music for everyone here for sure.
0: Very cool. Are you still in Houston area?
1: Um I live in Dickinson now.
0: Oh, okay. Right on.
1: Yeah. So South so of Houston. Still,
0: yeah. Still Texas. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um,
1: I've, I've moved around quite a bit. I I lived in San Marcos for a little while and um, I stayed there for about a year and then I moved back about two years ago. So,
0: okay. Dickinson is, you said South Houston, South of Houston. Is that down mm-hmm. by what's, uh What's like the tip there by the water Galveston Galveston. Yeah. Is it close to there? or Not really.
1: Yeah. So it's Galveston County.
0: Oh, it is. That's a cool area. My family and I went down there too. Wow. That's, that's a really rad area. Yeah.
1: It's super fun. There's always, always something to do down here.
0: Sure. That's cool. So you live, you live down that way. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
0: That's rad. So It's it's terribly
1: humid, but.
0: Oh yeah. We've noticed that at least we're here in in Nashville and it's bad here too. We're so, I mean, we're from San Diego, California, so it's like Mm, dry heat. And then you come here and I'm like, walk outside, I'm sweating. It's just like so weird. (laughs) I like it though. I I don't know. It's so weird. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Yeah. But uh, how did you get into music?
1: Um, I mean, I've always kind of been doing music. So, I mean, I've, I've been singing and writing songs and and playing. Um, I started playing piano when I was five, so like everything happened very, very young. Um, it's just something that I always wanted to do, and I I would tell my parents, "Hey, I want to be a singer. I want to do this," and they're like, "Okay, yeah, sure, you know, go play with your toys." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it just it just took me being persistent and you know letting them know, "Hey, I'm really serious about this. I don't know what I'm doing or how we even get into this." um but i um uh, i have you know i have my my influences that I've looked up to for you know forever, and i think um one of those like turning points was um leanne rhymes came out and she sang on that the the award show the mm-hmm. country music awards or whatever and I remember she was just a couple of years older than me at the time. I was like, well, heck, if she can do it, then I can do it. So let's mm-hmm. do this thing. And my mom's like, okay. yeah." I mean, I think, I, I think that she was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know where to start. And so she was like, well, yeah, you know, just, you know, let me know that you're serious about this. And I'm going, well, you know, I've only been telling you for like 10 years and I'm super serious. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I go and I, I get in the phone book. Back when, you know, phone books were a thing. Sure. And I
0: remember the days. Yeah, yeah. So I, pages. <laughs>
1: so I get in the phone book and I just start cold calling talent agencies and I had no idea what I was doing at all.
0: Really? And, were you just like, hey, I'm a singer and what what do I do? Show, where do, where yeah. do I show up?
1: Yeah. I'm like, well, I was like, I, I, I'm, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm very new. I'm very young. I, I want to get into the music industry. I don't know what to do help me, you know? Right. And, and so I made a bunch of appointments. I showed the list to my mom the next day, actually, no, that, that night. And keep in mind, I didn't even have phone privileges. I was like, I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So yeah, that was, that's, that's where it kind of started. You know, like we went to the library, we, we checked out every book we can find on the music industry. Um, and just started reading and started talking to people and started going to, you know, different like music mixers. And, um, you know, we, we joined all the organizations and all the things and it just kind of evolved from there.
0: Wow. What was the first instrument you learned? At this point, you you must have known how to play something if you're calling these people.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I played piano since I was five. And then I started playing fiddle when I was, um, I think I was like 12 or 13 when I started that. And then I actually didn't start playing guitar until I was 19.
0: Really? So mm-hmm. li- a little later on the guitar, but yeah, piano at later. five, do you still play piano?
1: I do. I don't really play. I don't play at my shows, which I'm trying to change that during quarantine. I was like, okay. So I grew up playing a lot of classical music. Okay. So, and I sing country music for a living. So it's like, okay, I got to figure out how to I blend
0: the two. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. So-
1: yeah. So we're working it up to, to incorporate it into the show. So
0: Okay. So you started playing fiddle and piano. And then how old are you when you're cold calling these talent agencies around 12, 13?
1: 12. Yeah.
0: Wow. And were you just like, Hey, <laughs> I can play piano and I can play fiddle. Were you writing songs at this point?
1: I was. And you oh, know, wow. I didn't, I didn't even tell them that I, w- that I played any instruments. I just said, I was like, I want to be a singer. And these, these people probably, cause I've always had a very, like my talking voice is very childlike. I think I, I always think that I sound like a kid. And so I can only imagine what these people were thinking when I'm cold calling these people. Cause I didn't tell them how old I was. I didn't tell them any of that. I'm just like, Hey, I want to be a singer. What do I
0: do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it was. It was interesting. A lot of those, I mean, some of them were just complete dead end. Some, some of them we wasted like crazy amounts of money on, but I mean, you live and learn, I guess.
0: Sure, sure. So 19 is when you start playing guitar. Were you, what was the mm-hmm. reason why you started playing guitar?
1: I wanted to start playing guitar before I played piano. So when my mom was talking about, hey, do you want to do lessons? Do you want, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, yes, of course I do. But I wanted to play guitar she had a guitar and my sister had a little guitar and I was like that's what I want to do and she's like oh your fingers are too small let's let's learn piano first so you can learn theory and it'll be easier going forward with any other instruments I was like okay and it wasn't I actually put the so when I started playing guitar I actually put it down for an entire year after I bought it I, I, I picked it up I started trying to play it i had no idea what i was doing i didn't get lessons or anything like that i am uh-huh. completely self-taught um i say completely i have i've had a lot of like tips and pointers and
0: right um,
1: you know my guitar players and my bands and all that stuff Sure, but,
0: other people teaching you how to play a couple chords and then yeah. you obviously have to have that it's not like you're going to pick the guitar up and be like oh this is how you <laughs> figure <laughs> a g chord <laughs>
1: yeah exactly um but yeah, I put it down for a little while because I got so frustrated because I thought that I had to learn all the scales and all the chords and mm-hmm. all the things. And um, my my guitar player, Danny Klotz, um, at the time, he was like, well, just learn to play one song that has like two or three chords and you know, get that down to where you can play it and sing at the same time and then move on. And I'm so glad that he told me that because I got so frustrated with it. And, and normally I don't put anything down that I am bound and determined to do. Like I will stick with something through, mm-hmm. but I, I was like, I didn't know that you could set up the, you know, the action and, you know, adjust, you know, how close the strings are to the, to the neck or to the right. front board and all of that. And so, yeah, I, that got me very frustrated. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I could do this.
0: Sure. But, yeah. I know it yeah. looks, it's intimidating when you first look at it. I, I, poorly play guitar, and I'm self-taught. But I had a neighbor that was like, "Here, this is how you play a power chord. Go to oh, town." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Okay." And then, but my son, we just got him a guitar, my older son, and we put him in lessons. He actually has his first lessons tomorrow, so ah. let's see how that goes. But I, I wanted to put him in lessons because it's like, yeah, I can teach you how to play. Like, I'm not good at guitar, so me teaching you how to play my poor version of playing guitar, like I can get by, <laughs> but I'm not like a guitar teacher by any means so yeah I know what to buy and what to do and I could do it but it's like I can't teach you I could like I told I showed him how to play a power chord and I'm like this is this and then just practice smacking on it until this guy teaches you tomorrow
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great how old is he
0: he's 13 and I have a five-year-old who has drums so we're gonna
1: nice
0: got a little you know band hopefully yeah <laughs> within the household we'll see
1: of course that's amazing
0: yeah so okay so you pick up a guitar at 19 and you start playing it, but, but prior to this were you writing songs and recording and playing out at all or oh yeah did that come later okay
1: yeah yeah so I started my first paying gig I think I was 15 or 16 wow I made 14 dollars <laughs>
0: You have, to start,
1: you have to start somewhere but i people always ask me that and it's it's funny it's very humbling because like we're like seeing the progression from then and like all the things you know i mean i was not i was not good back then i was not good at all and so like i always like knew how to sing and you know in pitch you know uh-huh. pretty okay and um but just it, it's just been a lot of hard work and it's it's amazing to see that, you know, payoffs since he, you know, rewarded with really cool opportunities and traveling and really cool shows and, you know, being able to meet a lot of really great people, you know, in the industry and people that like to listen to my music. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very cool. Well,
0: what would you say like the first success you had was?
1: Oh, the first success, um,
0: Not success, but you're talking about, you know, different little milestones along the way. Was there one that sticks out to you as like kind of a turning point as like one of the first ones?
1: Um, so back in, I was probably back in 2010, 2009, 2010 was really, mm-hmm. really, really good years for me. Um, I had a, I had a record out that we were heavily promoting. I had a great publicist, Martha Moore. She was incredible. Um, I'll definitely work with her again in the the future, but um, we, we traveled and we did a lot of, uh, we did a lot of radio stuff Mm -hmm. um, in the U S. And then we also went overseas several times during those years. And it was really cool being able to go. I'd never been overseas before. Um, You know, we, we, traveled all over Europe and we just got to, we opened up my listener base. So I still have people to this day that they've, they've come to shows over there and you know, they, they reach out on social media. Some have even come to my shows in the U S, which is wild to think about. Wow. But they're very, yeah. They're very, very cool. And they're, they're so appreciative over there. They just eat up country music and especially like me being from Texas, they're like, they think I ride around on a horse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the funniest thing, but they're so cool. They're, they're very, very sweet and they want to know everything about you. And, um, yeah, it was, it's, it, that was really, I think a turning point, you know, being able to go over there, do that. I, I played a very amazing, uh, festival in France, um, the, uh, uh, country rendezvous festival. And so it was a three day event and it was incredible. It was a really cool experience.
0: That's amazing amazing yeah. and then you won a, a cma award right around the same time
1: Te- yeah texas cma so that was um that was in 2000 i gotta look at it 15
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah 2015 um that was huge that was a that was a huge honor for me definitely and and that was another really great year for me too i had a song that um i had out and was doing really really well um we made it to number 27 um on the charts. And that was, it was a big deal for me, you know,
0: huge. every,
1: every little, every little, little milestone. I mean, everybody's like, Oh yeah, the number ones this. And I'm like, Hey, I'll take what I can get. Like, I am mm-hmm. so thankful that, you know, that it, it did as great as it did.
0: Um, I mean to land in the chart at all. Right. I mean, yeah, of course. think of how many songs I heard something like, I can't remember the number but was some absurd amount of number, a number of how many songs were released on Spotify every day. And oh, like, it's,
1: it blew it's my incredible. mind. Yeah, I talked to I talked to somebody the other day that used to work for Spotify, and and we were like, he's like, you realize how many people have? I mean, just just in the country market, it's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's wild to think about.
0: Yeah. So to cut through all of that and make it twenty seven, I mean, that's something not to be like. It doesn't matter. You're not number one, right? At that point, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm 27th out of uh, X millions of people that have tried <laughs> to make it to this.
1: Yeah, so that, was, that, that yeah, it was cool.
0: That's really cool. Um, did that open doors for you, bigger doors?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, every every little every little milestone or every little um, every time we climb a little bit, you know, higher up on the on the ladder, we 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 get a lot more opportunities. And um, like I've been playing. Uh, music for 21 years now for mm-hmm. this year and it's like every year like there it's 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 a very slow uphill climb and it's it's awesome to see you know those those bigger opportunities and these you know cooler events and um just it, it's it's nice to be considered for those kind of things mm-hmm. for
0: sure sure you released a record uh last year in 2020 was that put out in the beginning of the year or
1: um, it was supposed to be released the beginning of the year and because of COVID, yeah. <laughs> we actually, we actually, so we had rewind that we were releasing, um, it, we were going to release the single and then we were going to follow the album right after. Cause we had released several songs mm-hmm. off that record. And when we released that song, I was actually out of the country. I was in, um, how I was all over the place. I was in, I was in Europe. I was in the Maldives. I was in Belize, wow. but I got, but I got all back
0: doing music.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I was doing, but so we released it when I was gone. And then my, my radio promoter, you know, the, he started pushing it. And then I got back in, And then within like two days, I think the country was shut down, like everything was canceled, like everything was, I barely got back into the country. Um,
0: Where where were you when it closed? Were you like in Belize or?
1: I was in, so I was in Belize and when I was coming back, I was detained at the airport and they were looking at my passport going, you've been everywhere. Are you sick? Are you feeling okay? And I didn't really know what was going on. Cause I wasn't really watching the news. I wasn't really in a position to where I could, Uh Um, but yeah, I was, I was traveling back and then got in
0: Uh, real quick. I'm curious on the (laughs) detain thing. So did they actually like make you stay in some hotel for uh, experience or they just stopped you and were like, yo, like you've been around a lot. What's going on?
1: Yeah, I was just at the airport for a couple of hours. It wasn't it wasn't like okay, I made mean, it sounded like okay, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I mean still
0: that was I'm sure that was scary. They're like, You've been yeah. all these places, you are you sick? And then you're like, oh, I don't know, am I? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then they searched my luggage and then they went through all my stuff and they're like, Okay, um, I guess you can go. <laughs> But yeah, so it was it was pretty interesting, and of course, like I have terrible, terrible allergies all the time anyway. And it, like I was having an allergy attack, on they were like, oh, "Do you feel man. okay? Do you have a fever?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine. Just let me go home."
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, but now yeah. you hear somebody sneeze, and you're like, oh "I know, my. like, get away from me."
1: <laughs> well, I, I think the the Saharan dust thing is a, a thing again right now too. Like especially like where we are, like in Texas, and uh-huh. my boy, my boyfriend, he's like completely he can barely see his eyes are like watering and he's like oh my gosh it's like i can't go out in public like this like we'll just keep you home for now
0: yeah there you go (laughs) wow so you're detained or stopped and eventually you get home
1: yeah eventually i get home and um i think i think when i woke up on the second day of being home i you know i i got on and um they had canceled the rodeo. That's what it was. So they canceled the rodeo first. And I, I was like, there's no way that they're going to do this. This is a joke. This is a, this is a, you know, somebody spreading rumors. Mm-hmm. And I, and, 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 of course, like I'm in a lot of like rodeo committee groups and stuff like that. So like the, the president is, you know, the president of the the rodeo association and all of that he's on there, you know, we, we see him talking and, and the mayor gets on I'm going, Oh my gosh, this is insane. So, um, so the rodeo and i was supposed to play like a couple of days later you know after they after they canceled and so that was canceled and then everything was shut down right after that i think i played like two shows when i got back home and then everything was
0: that was the end of it and
1: so yeah and we kind of like we tried to keep pushing the single and for a little while and it just it, everybody was working from home and like the charts focused on all the frozen. news yeah i mean nobody yeah. was li-
0: nobody was really focused too much on what was going on entertainment wise i mean at, yeah. at least the first couple weeks right
1: yeah for sure and so we're like uh okay we'll pull it and so the, the record was supposed to follow and we ended up um we ended up releasing the record in july of last year which that almost didn't happen too because then there was another there was a second round of shutdowns. They shut down a bunch of music venues again. And Mm -hmm. um, then I got COVID.
0: (laughs) Oh, you did? Oh my God. I did.
1: It wasn't, it wasn't really that bad. Like I, it was, um, I was really, really tired and I, um, it just, I felt, yeah, very fatigued. Um, I really didn't have any of the respiratory weird stuff until after I was recovered.
0: Really? Um, It was like a lingering thing.
1: I think so. I mean it cuz it really wasn't too bad. I mean I I stayed home, I did what I was supposed to, you know, drink lots of fluids. But I have a friend that's a nurse and she's like go outside in your backyard and just lay out in the sun. And I did that and I really think that that helped a lot. And then of of course I had um um I would I I have asthma too, so I oh was gosh. like taking my like nebulizer treatments just uh-huh. as a pre- precautionary thing uh-huh. in case in- there was anything weird. And um I think that that probably helped too. So
0: Sure. I'm, my son has really bad asthma. My younger yeah. son, and I swear he had something funky in like December and we were just giving him the nebulizer, like, mm-hmm. you know, religiously and it, it went away and it was like, it wasn't until, you know, February that it started bubbling up as this thing. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe he, I don't know. It was weird, but like, I'm glad that, you know, that really helps. I, I think at least for our son too, is like, once you're using that, it's like, it's yeah. a game changer, but oh, yeah, wow. Absolutely. I'm glad you're all right. That's crazy. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah. And so, so we did the, we did the whole quarantine period and then we were able to make the release parties and all that kind of stuff. And so um, we got the, we got the record out there and you know, it's doing really well. And you know, we've had a lot of really great feedback from it. So I'm really, really excited about that. So, um, but yeah, we've got the, we got the new single out now. Yeah. Uh,
0: Dream is the new one.
1: Mm-hmm. we have that out and, and that'll be on the new record um louder than words volume two and so we'll release that next year
0: cool is that done or where are you at with that record because it sounds yep. like the first one was finished mm-hmm. before covid happened and then was it was like uh, a dream was that recorded written or anything during the past year and a half
1: no that one that one okay. i actually wrote that quite a while ago um both of the both of the records have been done for a while so okay. uh, we have we have a couple things that we're going to tweak on this second one I think I'm going to go record um re-record the vocals on one song and then um then we'll release that and I'm already working on the follow-up to that so
0: a volume three or a different record no no just a different <laughs> <I'm> record i kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Congratulations on the success of the album. And I can't wait to hear the second volume coming out. And I appreciate you doing this.
1: Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. This is awesome.
0: I have one more question for you before I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists.
1: I do. Um, The music business is a very hard, cutthroat, crazy business. Um, Toughen up your skin. For sure. Be consistent. um, Make lots of friends. um, Be kind to people. You never know who you're going to come across and who is going to help you along down the road for sure. So, I mean, always, always take um, new relationships that you meet with, you know, you're you're networking and talking to people. Take those relationships as if, um, I mean, but just just stick them in your back pocket because you never know when you're going to need them. And consistent. Right that, yeah.